After constantly being bombarded with emails, phone calls, and text messages on a daily basis asking, what would you do? Sometimes it's an, oh crap, I made a mistake, help me. And sometimes it's just a question about the latest technology and do we feel it's worth the investment? We want to help answer all of these questions. So welcome to What Would Larry Do? featuring Dr. Ann. We'll be interviewing experts in the industry to help answer the questions that you desire to know the answers to. And now, it's time for What Would Larry Do? featuring Dr. Ann. Hello, and welcome to What Would Larry Do? I am Dr. Ann, and I am here with Larry Helwig. And our guest today is Jane Christensen. So as co-founder and CEO of Omni Bioceutical Innovations, Jane Christensen provides 30-plus years of business strategy for medical practices, private label development, and retail integration of Omni's innovative products. Jane has been an entrepreneur most of her life, starting her first businesses in her early 20s. Jane believes that the targeted combination of science and aesthetic technology can create products that are disruptive game changers in the growing industry of medical aesthetics. Jane's passion and attention to quality has earned her the coveted Golden Heart of Business Award, BizAZ's Top Coolest Companies in Arizona, the Business Journal's The Most Innovative Woman, and Solutions Challenge 2015 winner, and company finalist in many Bioscience Innovation Awards. So we are very excited to have Jane on today, and we're going to really discuss about what it takes to create successful products in the in the aesthetics world and create a company that can get this off the ground. So first off, Jane, welcome today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And so tell us a little bit about how you got into the aesthetics industry in the first place. Well, um, I have to say it wasn't a purposeful journey. It was an accident. <laughs> and uh, somehow, like other businesses are started, they're really not purposeful. They're sort of accidents. And mine was. Um, I, I had actually two previous businesses, which were sold and was, was retired, and so to speak, um, being a mother, running around kids, doing all that stuff. Thought I guess I really wasn't retired. So uh, my best friend developed a very serious um, disease, ALS, and we all know that you know mm-hmm. really there is no cure. It's but a terminal. It, it is. But women, the way that they are, um, and they're tenacious. We just set out to look at what kind of treatments could she really um, participate in because they just had you know there's there's no cure just go home well we weren't going to stand for that so we started looking into stem cell derived treatments um, and actually headed to California and worked with a couple of labs over there and she did actually have some treatments Um, the average lifespan is about five years and she lived nine years oh wow so long enough to see her first grandchild um, and a couple of really important milestones. So uh, at that point, you know, that's sort of led me on this path of regenerative medicine and into mm-hmm. what I call regenerative aesthetics or dermacosmetics, just yes. because of the background. Good. That's very interesting. So you had this brilliant idea, and how did you develop it into a successful business? Well, at the same time, a lot of my friends were having um, uh, skin resurfacing treatments, just like Larry here, who's sitting here, (laughs) is 
like a uh, hamburger a, meat. Yes, um, sort of zombie-like after his <laughs> his resurfacing, uh, which, by the way, really produces really great skin after you get through that oozy, crusty period. But there, a lot of my friends were having those treatments and spending a lot of time, you know, two weeks hiding out in their homes. And I thought, gosh, the treatments that we looked at um, for my friend and, and others um, were all uh, derived out of wound care. And I thought, well, gosh, that should really work well with something like what Larry had, reduce mm-hmm. the downtime, speed recovery, and get people back to their life quicker. So a couple of, um, just so happened, a couple of my friends were lead trainers for some laser companies. We took the product, the first beta product, and tried it. And lo and behold, it did take four to five days off of that downtime. So that's when Omni was born. Wow. Just kind of out of an accident, but a very needed um, needed niche. Absolutely. And so a lot of people have ideas, but how do you know when it's a good one? And I don't know if you'll know the answer to that, but it's like, what kind of, you had this amazing idea. What kind of helped you jump in that this is a good one and I'm going to take it to that next length? Well, you don't always know it's, it's, it's a good idea until you go through proof of concept. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you, there have been times in my life, and I use this phrase, I know it in my knower. I know it in my knower. I know it in my gut <laughs> yeah. that this is a great idea and it's going to work. Um, yeah. So I, I really stick to it. Yeah. So it's that feeling and that passion behind right. it. Right. No, and that's important because, you know, there's a lot of people who start or try to start businesses <laughs> or have idea for products and they just really never get off the ground. And that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have this podcast with you is because not only do you have a great product, but you were able to get it off the ground, get it to be really, you know, well-known with a positive reputation. And, and that's hard to do in an industry that's already saturated. It is. Um, you know, it's a very crowded space, and um, there's a new product coming out almost every day. But mm-hmm. I really wanted to focus on a niche where I felt um, it wasn't necessarily a skincare product. It was more of a treatment and care product. Mm-hmm. I felt that there was a need, there was a, a niche in the market where um, there was a need for these products to come in, use at time of event, reduce downtime and speed recovery, and then offer a maintenance um, product to uh, partner or uh, just combine with that treatment to help improve and, and to be consistent. So. I didn't have to be the moisturizer or the cleanser or the toner or the SPF or whatever. I really wanted to start with a small niche that improved the outcomes and improved lives during that time. Wow, that's impressive. And so for listeners who are only listening today, last week's episode, we specifically talked about growth factors and what they are. So the products we're referring to today with Jane's business are the Omni growth factors. And so that's where we're going with this. But With these growth factors, Jane, what steps did you take to make sure you had a product that people wanted or was going to be successful with their aftercare needs? Well, I did a lot of research. So I think it's important to look at what's happened before, what's what's gone before. Mm -hmm. And even some of the statements were looking at trends. The new big thing is really going to be small. So Mm -hmm. we're looking at molecular technology, biotech, Um, looking at these ingredients that are regenerative and having some medical background where my husband and I had a medical imaging center and and so forth, I I knew that 
if products were going to work, they had to get below the surface of the skin and they mm-hmm. had to mimic our, our body's own actions. And they had to be clinically proven. There had to be studies done on it. And um, there are quite a few uh, universities, both on East Coast, who have done a lot of studies. So once I got to that point and then started to do proof of concept and actually saw what happened, even in my own experience where I had a, a skin graft on my nose from a previous skin cancer mm-hmm. and it wasn't taking, and uh, the dermatologist was going to take it off the next day, I felt like, gosh, I have nothing to lose. I'm just going to try this product right. on, on the graft. And lo and behold, within 12 hours, the graft started to take. So whether it was my own body or the application of those growth factors, which I'd like to believe, today you can't see no. that skin graft on my nose. No, you cannot tell at all that you've had a skin graft on your nose. So that is amazing that that was able to happen. I, I think offices all over the country are looking for products like that, but literally they're bombarded every other day with another product, another person coming in. This is you know the next best thing for sure, and you're going to love it. And it's very, very difficult because you only have so many hours, you know, right. to deal with something. And how do you get your product to the forefront? I mean, how do you how do you get out there so that people know? This is the one. Well, you know, what we'd like to do, we have um, reps that um, rep our product all over the country. And what they'll typically do is introduce our cornerstone product, which is our core recovery complex. That's meant to be used right after a treatment or in combination with the treatment. And that's usually the wowie. That's the thing Mm -hmm. that really gets us in the door. Um, for people like Larry, you've had a resurfacing or even a microneedling or uh, even post-peel and so forth, when they're able to see the difference and the patient feels the difference, um, that's the, the door opener for us. And then, you know, it goes from there, well, this product is good, so perhaps the rest of their products are good. Mm-hmm. So those, that's usually what we start with. Yeah, it's getting through in that way. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Oh, I just, no, I'm not going to do that one. Sorry. I lost my track of my questions of where I was going. (laughs) No worries. But we found that, you know, most offices, you know, right off the bat, don't want to replace products that they have on their shelves already that they've already invested in. So we're a product that can come in that they can use to help improve their patient outcomes without taking those products off the shelf right away. We hope that they will replace them eventually. Yeah. So where I was going with or what my brain was thinking was you guys really validated your products with the science. So it sounds like you kind of started out by making sure you actually had the scientific proof or evidence behind what these were doing. And then you were getting out there and actually getting them the clinical evidence of these are working in the clinical environment with the actual patients and things like that. Correct. So there was your starting point of first you have to get all your proof. But once you have your proof and you have this great product, what does it take to get this new business off the ground? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it takes a daily theme song. I'll tell you. I mean, there were days where I really wanted to pick up my Barbies and go home, so to speak, because um, I'm sure, as Larry knows, you know, traveling is really difficult. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we really started to focus on some of the thought leaders within the industry in terms of uh, showing and demonstrating Um, those products. Mm -hmm. I've just been really fortunate to have met some really incredible people along the way. 
that have helped make those introductions to uh, those offices and practices and, you know, allowed me to come into the door to demonstrate. And those people still have our product today. I'm so grateful um, that, you know, they really supported a young company and, and helped uh, really talk about our product. So it takes a lot of tenacity. It, it, it just takes incredible focus and stamina and persistence. Yes. Yeah. Persistence, I would say is always the key with new businesses that, you know, it's interesting and I don't mean to pick on our millennials sometimes, but some of the younger generation, you know, you, you hear these people saying, oh, well, I just want to do my own thing and be my own boss and start my own business and this and that. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, you do know you work like three, four times as much than if you actually work for somebody else. <laughs> Because you're working all night, every night. You're working weekends. You're doing double shifts. You're picking up where everybody else slacks off. It's your job then, or you're right. not successful. Right. And and as a woman CEO and a woman founder, I, I just feel like I'm guilty. I'm guilty if I'm not at home, and I'm guilty mm-hmm. if I'm not with my kids or yes. or my family. I've you know I've really worked hard to manage that because mm-hmm. a lot of what I do is is for them. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult because not only are you managing a business, managing employees, products, inventory, you know, financials and so forth, you've got a family. Mm-hmm. Those kids, they don't care what you're doing. They want to know when dinner's ready. <laughs> you know, my or where husband, their laundry is. Right. Yeah, yeah, I have any can't find that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Exactly. I know. But there's I just, so many other things to running a business and and not always seeing the female side of it, you know, the running the family. I mean, my wife does everything for me. Thank God. <laughs> and he's not kidding. Everything. <laughs> I know his wife. She's incredible. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be able to do what I do, you know. And, uh, and so, you know, being a, a woman in this business and doing all the things that you have to do and yet, you know, oversee the family and all that. And a lot of our patients are in that situation. And you talk to them and it's like, whoa, I can't believe what you do in a day. And it's nonstop. And that's seven days a week. So anyway, uh, it's, it's fantastic to have a product like yours out there. You've obviously been very successful with it. Mm-hmm. It's done very well. Every office that I go to that has it loves it. And we Thank love you. it. And what would you say that when you use a product, is it uh, take two days, three days, four days off the healing? And, and like a procedure that I have. So there are quite a few procedures still being done that are resurfacing of some nature. And um, anywhere from mild to very aggressive. And uh, how, does, how does it help me or that patient? Well, it just depends on the level of ablativeness, and yours was ablative. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. <laughs> so extremely. You could look at probably taking four to five days off of your downtime just by using that product. If it's, you know, a, a, like a microneedling procedure, what they're going to see is a cumulative results. So in about four days, they're going to notice a nice luminosity, a glow to the skin, reduction in pore size, mm-hmm. um, just a beautiful uh, sheen to their to their skin. Yeah. Or we, as we a lot of times refer to it, the growth factors when you microneedle are like the fertilizer on the skin. 
Correct. Yeah. So it's like stimulating even more collagen and feeding it to get that beautiful glow to the skin. So, yep. So back to some of the business stuff. So we know it takes a lot to get the business off the ground and everybody has their ups and downs. So how did you conquer some of the downs that you had to go through? Well, um, you know, starting a business and then running a business and maintaining a business, there's this um, area, this is my third business, but I, there's an area at a time point that we just call it like the valley of death. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it, where you, you just aren't, you're busy, you've got a business, it's growing, but you're not making enough cash to be profitable. And how long are we just going to sit and walk through this precarious valley of death? And that's <laughs> really the most trying time. You know, you that's where you need your theme song. That's where you need your friends, your family, and your supporters. And, you know, I'm so fortunate to have great mentors that I can just call on the phone and just say, you know, I'm really having a crappy day, though I'm not supposed to because I'm supposed to be strong and a CEO, <laughs> but I'm just calling to say I am. What would you do? What, you know, how can you help me? And even my clients at the time that I've been visiting, they'll call up and say, I wanted to let you know about this patient. I've got to send you this picture. Mm-hmm. Look at her now. So those are the things yeah. that keep you going and you just know I've got to stay on this path. Keep your focus and keep your persistence. I like this idea of a theme song that you oh keep bringing up. Oh, my gosh. It just brings me back to, like, the eye of the tiger with Rocky. I was like, we got to come up with our theme song, Larry. <laughs> I, I have a mentor, and he sends me a dirty joke every day. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever, makes, whatever keeps you going, right? <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Martin Braun. Yeah. I appreciate you. There you go. I know. I know. My favorite is Sia. It means I'll never give up. So if you ever listen, if you just need a great theme song for the day, Sia's I'll Never Give Up is a great one. Oh, that's good. That's good. I, I always like to hear that. And, you know, Larry and I work really hard. We, we both do multiple things. But, you know, we, we come into contact with people all over the United States. And it's a slightly different type of business. But people that are starting up their med spas and they're coming up mm-hmm. with these great new ideas and they're like, oh, it's going to be so much fun and I'm just going to treat patients and I'm going to do this and that. And I'm thinking, do you know how hard it is to get patients in the door and keep them happy all the time? And we do really well. I mean, we've been, Larry's been at this for a long time. He's established a name for himself and a referral base. And the two of us have been, you know, working together for seven years. And, you know, I just don't think that people realize that I love that valley of death, um, you know, um, analogy because that's exactly what it is. People want to give up as soon as the going gets tough. That's but, true. But the when the when it's tough, that's what really builds your character. It does. It does, and it also gives you the opportunity to better your business. You can find those ways to tweak it and be more efficient, mm-hmm. um, or even bringing on individuals who have more education that you needed, you couldn't have had at the beginning, but you need now. Mm-hmm. So really it's an opportunity to better what you have. It's to strengthen your foundation in your business. So we've done that several times. Yeah. And um, we're always uh, changing and, and evolving. Uh, but someday I know that we'll reach the pinnacle in which we'll say, okay, it's time to 
pass the baton or mm-hmm. or sell the business and so forth. But I'm grateful for the journey. Yeah. No, that's, that's excellent because that's something you have to appreciate. Now, when you look back on your journey, is there anything that you would have done differently? Oh, boy, that depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me that, maybe on Friday, <laughs> I, I, I could tell you. Um, it, you know, it's so important on who you partner with in mm. your business. Who, who are your advisors? Mm-hmm. Who are the people that are on your board? Who, who are the people that you take money from that invest in your business? And then um, also, what's your, you know, your strategy, your three to five year, and what is your focus and to stay focused are, are really important questions um, to ask yourself. Because if I knew then what I know now, I think it would be somewhat different. I would um, be more efficient. Mm-hmm. I'd have a, a little bit more diversity within the, the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would really make more relationships like Larry. I, I didn't even know Larry was in the building next door to us. When I, you know, we had been talking on the phone and I know his wife and we were going, I'm like, Larry, oh my God, you're literally right next door to us. I know. And we'd both been there for a while like, right. and had no idea. Right. We right. could literally walk He's across the street. He's an incredible resource. Yes. And so having those types of resources in your business are important. No, that's really good. So what makes it worth it to go through all these struggles for the business? You know, when I get the phone call from um, a practitioner and she said, you know, I gave your, you know, your vaginal serum, your VTAC Mm -hmm. to a patient who was postmenopausal, but uh, post-cancer and her life was miserable Mm-hmm. And um, she felt like she was losing her relationship with her husband. And I get the call that says, in tears, that, oh my gosh, you've helped restore our relationship. We, I don't have the same um, symptoms. I'm able to be intimate with my husband without it hurting. And it's just changed the quality of my life. So those stories that talk about quality of life are so important to me because Mm -hmm. I think people use these products not just because of vanity that they Mm -hmm. really want to look like somebody in People Magazine or something. They just really want a quality of life. Mm -hmm. They all want to remain vital and relevant. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we all want. Yes. No, I agree with Mm -hmm. you 100%. And that's, you know, those those are the best stories Mm -hmm. is the people whose lives that you've changed. And I agree with you. It's not always just vanity. Sometimes even just helping them feel better with how they look and their appearance changes their entire life because it gives them their confidence back. Yeah, self-confidence. Yeah, and that's something that we love. I know that's what makes Larry and I passionate about what we do is just the smiles on their faces after they've gone through some of their treatments. And, you know, they may start out looking like Hamburger Larry over here. (laughs) Yep. But, I mean, literally a few days later, you know, and then months later when all that collagen has grown and everything, they just feel and look amazing, you know, and it's, it's fun to see that sparkle in their eye. Right, right. Well, we, and actually one of the um, biggest growing demographic are, are men. You know, men are now taking the time to do mm-hmm. um, little things just to stay relevant within the workforce. Yes. And 
um, improve their own self-confidence, whether it's, you know, just using a facial serum or a hair treatment or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever. It, it, they feel that they have an edge maybe over another competitor or, or, or so forth, or they just want to look healthy. Yes. Let's put it that way. You know what it is and what I've talked to men about that are my patients is that they don't want to be perceived as being tired. That's and, true. And they That's feel true. like if they look mm-hmm. older, that when they're trying to get the same job as somebody who's younger, they'll think that they're too tired and won't be able to do the same amount of work as somebody who's younger, even though that may not be the case at all. Right. right. And in some cases, they may actually work harder and better. That's true. <laughs> and, and we're also seeing um, individuals obviously use products younger, mm-hmm. but it's more on prevention as yes. opposed to crisis management. You know, yes. I think you know, this year or the previous year is really going to be the first year that we see non-invasive treatments like what Larry's had outpace surgery. Yes. So, um, you know, these trends aren't, aren't going away and younger and younger individuals are looking at these treatments really as a, as a way of life, as a, as part of the quality of life. Absolutely. And that's one of the best things that's come up with this, um, millennial group is that they actually understand the idea of prevention. And, and they really want to invest in their health and how they look and their skin. And they're ready to do stuff now. And it doesn't have to mean crazy stuff. It can mean the little things like microneedling, growth factors, home care, you know, maybe one of the neuromodulators. And they do a couple little things a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. And they will possibly will never end up needing surgery because of it. Agreed. So that's, that's one of the things that's really interesting where that, you know, there's been that paradigm shift of, waiting until you're 60, having one facelift, and then you're good for the rest of your life. But most of us don't want to do that. And Larry and I have had several podcasts and conversations about facelifts and what happens afterwards. And literally just this week, one of my consults was a lady who's three months post-facelift and looks terrible, you know, and I always feel so bad. And I know great surgeons out there. We have some surgeons we love that do amazing jobs with the surgery, and I think they look great. But not everybody does, and that's kind of the the guessing game sometimes when you're picking a surgeon is if you don't really know them well or know their background. Doesn't that's always, true. Doesn't always turn out good. That's true, and it's also helpful, even if you decide to have a surgery, to improve the quality of your skin yes. a couple months ahead of time. Have yes. a microneedling yep. treatment and so forth. And use the home care. And use the home care to prepare for that surgery. Yep. Um, I think that's vitally important. And then obviously continue your products yeah. after. Well, they heal better. The scars will be right. better. All mm-hmm. of that will be better if they do it. Right. We talk about <clears throat> rebuilding the architecture of the skin so that it's a full thickness repair as opposed to very superficial uh, it'll last longer. It'll look better. Um, we've we talked about a patient that we had that came in five years post face neck lift, and really she didn't look like she had a thing. Mm-hmm. At three years, she was already disappointed. So she spent a great deal of money, but you know all that happened was they took old skin and pulled it tight. Mm-hmm. They didn't rebuild yeah. the skin. They didn't do anything underneath, and it's not going to last. And so anytime you do something like that, it's short-lived. And, you know, again, you, you, you start young, it's preventative. Mm-hmm. If you don't do it, it's corrective. And once you do it, it's just maintenance or, or enhancement. Mm-hmm. You're enhancing something that you've done, and you can keep it looking good or even better over time by just doing little enhancements. And I think that's where a lot of your products come in. Absolutely. So... 
I think that the omni growth factor should be one of the staples of your regular maintaining post care. I mean, that's what we do. That's what I do on a daily basis. My patients always ask me and I ramble off and I really don't have a super complicated um, regimen, but there's four main items that I use every single day and the growth factors are one of them. And that's, you know, it, I hopefully will never have to have surgery. (laughs) A regimen for dieting is much more complicated. I can tell you that. It's like, holy shit. (laughs) No, we're not eating that because of this, 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 this. Well, we're going to eat this, but not this, this. (laughs) It's pretty funny. It is. I like to give him a hard time, and he likes to give me a hard time. (laughs) Well, I do. If you just keep it simple, Mm -hmm. you're really going to be successful with what you're doing. Yeah, and I agree. And that's the number one thing I do when my patients go out the door. I start them with one to two products when they leave, because if I give them six right out the door... They don't do it. It it has to be simple. And so that's, I agree. Well, it's going to be time to wrap up here. So I'm going to actually ask both of you because you guys are both business owners. So my question is for somebody who's out there who has their, their passion or their idea and they want to get it up off the ground, do you have any word of advice for them of what, what they should do? And I know it's kind of a broad question. Either of you can jump in first, but it's like they have the feeling, they have the idea behind it. What's one of the, you know, an important step that they need to take to get it going? I would say find a mentor. Find somebody who that you feel has been successful Mm -hmm. in what they've done and just stick to them like glue. Ask them questions. Ask them the hard questions. And you know what? If, If they don't want to give you the time or the answer, go find somebody else. But those are probably... Uh, that person is probably one of the most important person that you can bounce ideas off of and and really get some good feedback. That's good. I think having a mentor is a lost art. True. Yeah. yeah. What would you do? I, I, I agree with that, and I I do think following your passion is is a critical thing because if you're passionate about what you do, it's not work. You enjoy it, but you do have to be smart about it. Um, you know, you've got to. If you're going to have a business, you have to hire good people. Mm-hmm. Don't hire the player. Hire the person. Get the personality. Get someone that you can truly work with because the player is going to be good at one thing and one thing only. And there's a lot of people out there that have a skill set, but they don't have the psychology. They don't have the personality to do everything. Mm-hmm. And really what you want is you want somebody that you can have a long-term relationship with in your business and that will have long-term relationships with your customers. So I think get get really, really good outstanding people and you have a better chance of thriving than you would otherwise. Good. Good. I like both of those answers, but it's interesting because they both surrounded with people. Right. Right. Because you can right. have a great idea, but, you know, it... it it takes an army sometimes mm-hmm. to yeah. get where you want to go. I think the people really bring in the magic. Yep. I agree with you. Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, thank you, Jane, for joining us again today. We really appreciate it. For any of you that are interested, I will put links of her bio as well as um, how to find the Omni products if you're interested in learning more about them or purchasing them. And hopefully we will see you guys all next week. Thank you for listening to What Would Larry Do? Featuring Dr. Ann. Hear it live each week here or anytime 24-7 on demand at StarWorldWideNetworks.com.